Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack, and today I am going to break down the exact steps that you need to take to land a job in 2021 without applying online. So this is essentially the same system that I share with all of the people who go through our courses, with all of the people that I've coached. This is my job search system, right? So we're pulling back the curtain and we're sharing every aspect of it on today's episode. So first and foremost, the first step that you should take when you're entering into this process is to make a list of 15 target companies. So instead of randomly just throwing applications out there to whatever company happens to post a job that day, we're going to take all that energy and we're going to focus it in on a specific set of companies. And we are going to go super deep. We're going to learn everything that we possibly can about these companies, because if we do that, if we know their goals and their strategies and their initiatives and challenges and culture and vision, we're going to be so much more effective with our story and our narrative and aligning our value. So how do we pick these 15 companies? Well, I shared a little bit about this in the Ask Me Anything episode from March, and it was actually the first answer. So I'd recommend going back and listening to that in terms of deciding on the criteria you're going to use to select these companies and which companies should be your target companies. But one thing I want to reiterate in today's episode is that you should basically have three different buckets. You should have stretch companies, middle of the road companies, and sandbox or safety companies. So your stretch companies should be essentially your North Stars, the companies that you dream of working at, right? And there should be about two to three of those on this list. Then the bulk of this list is going to be middle of the road companies, right? Companies that are going to still be great, right? You love the company, you love the product, you love the people, you love the team, but they're a stepping stone into that next stretch company, right? They're a stepping stone into that dream role. And then we have sandbox or safety companies. And these companies are on here for the sole purpose of you getting practice, right? When I was starting out, I sent an email to about 50 Google employees, cold email, and it had two typos in it, which I didn't realize until the next day. And I felt like jumping out a window and I don't want that to happen to you. So this process is going to be new, right? And the best way for you to get comfortable and build confidence and understand what works is to practice it in a low stakes environment. So I do want you to have a couple of those sandbox companies on the list so that you can practice this stuff and you don't have to worry about, you know, screwing up at one of your dream companies. Next, number two, you're going to research the heck out of your target companies. So this means going deep, right? Covering everything that we talked about. You want to understand where they're at. Are they doing well? Are they trying to right the ship? What are their goals for the next six to 12 months? What initiatives are they driving? What challenges are they facing? What does their vision look like? What does their culture look like? And you can do this by listening to their earnings calls if they're a public company. You can check them out on seekingalpha.com and read both the news articles and also the analysis articles if they're a public company. If they're a private company, go find interviews with their executives or go find interviews with people who are evangelizing the company and the product. Go survey the company's customers, right? Ask them what they love about the company, ask them what they would change, and then go do the same thing for their competitors. And if you get your hands on the product even better, ask for a demo or try to sign up for an account and use the product yourself. Try to get as deep in there as you possibly can so you really, really understand what's going on at this company and why they're hiring for this role. Next, I want you to go out and find contacts who can refer you into your target role. 
So ideally, you would find the hiring manager for this role. But is that going to be a sure thing every time? Absolutely not. So what you want to aim for are people who are working in the job titles that you would be hired into or people who would be managing the job titles that you would be hired into. So, you know, if you were, let's say, an account executive, you would try to find other account executives or if that was the role you were targeting. Or maybe you go try and find a director of sales or an account director, right? Because that's the person one level up who might be able to, you know, influence the the final hiring decision or who might be the hiring manager in and of themselves. And what we want to do is we want to make a list of about 150 people. So why 150 people? Well, this is, that's basically the number that swings the statistical odds, excuse me, in our favor. And the reason for that is because there's going to be attrition at every step. You know, when you reach out to 150 people, only a fraction of them are going to reply, right? Maybe 30, maybe 50 of them reply on the high end. And then not everybody that replies is going to basically get on the phone with us and refer us into an interview. But enough will, right? Maybe 15 to 20 of those 30 to 50 do. And then not every interview we go on is going to result in a final round, but some will, right? So maybe five of those 15 to 20 do. And then of those five final rounds, you know, we could hope to get one to two offers. So that's essentially where that number is coming from and why it's so important. I get so many people reaching out to me saying, Austin, you know, I tried your outreach stuff and it doesn't work. And I asked them how many people they reached out to and they're like five or 10. And, you know, how does that compare to the number of applications you're putting out there online? You know, a lot of people are willing to s- submit dozens, if not hundreds of online apps, but then they give up after reaching out to five or 10 people. So you really need to, to hit up a minimum of 150 people if you want to start seeing results. And the way that you hit these people up is through the channel that they want to be engaged with, right? We've talked about the 99-1 rule on the podcast, where for any online community, of people, which is essentially the list that you've put together, you know, roughly 1% of those people are going to be content creators. They're going to be active online in some capacity. And so with those people, we want to engage with them in those channels through those channels where they're active. For the 9%, you know, these people are going to be uh, engagers, right? They share stuff, they like stuff, they comment on stuff. We want to engage with them through that space, right? But then for 90% of these folks, they're going to be essentially lurkers is what we call them. They're observers. They don't take a lot of action online they're mainly just observing. And so cold email might be your best bet there. So try to understand, put yourself in your contact shoes and try to understand the channel or the medium through which they would be most receptive, right? And if you need to find somebody's email, you can use our tool, mailscoop.io. It's 100% free. You just drop in the person's first and last name and you look for you know a link for their company and it'll pop their email address right out for you. And if that doesn't work for you, you can absolutely check out LinkedIn and send them a message on there. And then what you're going to do is start reaching out to these people and you're going to set up informational interviews, right? So I think we're on a, a step four here. And through those interviews, you're going to try to build a relationship with this person. You're going to ask them about themselves and their story and call out specific things in their background. And then you're going to try to learn more about the company, right? Ask them about the biggest challenge their team is facing. Ask them what they're most excited about over the next six, seven months. Try to get deeper into those questions and get as much information as you possibly can. And then in step five, what we're going to do is combine all that info from your research and your conversations to create a value validation project. 
So a value validation project is essentially a pitch deck or a deliverable that you put together that provides solutions to a problem, or it provides ideas around an initiative or help with a challenge or potentially feedback that you've sourced from the company's customers or some, some of the research that you've done, maybe industry data. And the whole point of a value validation project is to essentially allow you to try out for the role, right? One of the most frustrating things is that we we always say, you know, I know I can do this job if somebody would just give me a chance, but nobody's giving us that chance, right? And so we have to rely on a resume to show our value, but that doesn't always allow us to show our value. You know, we just want an opportunity to do the actual work and a value validation project allows us to do that. So sitting down and thinking about those challenges or these initiatives or these goals and coming up with ideas, coming up with solutions based on the research that you did, and then packaging them up in a five to 10 slide deck where you basically say, you know, hey, here's a cover slide with a catchy title, you know, three ways for this company to grow their following by 500,000 people or whatever it is. And then we go into some of the data and the research. Here's where these ideas are rooted in. Here's some of the data. Here is a clip from your CEO talking about this specifically. And then we have a table of content slide, which basically lays out our ideas at a high level. And then we go into each idea with, you know, one slide for the problem and one slide for the solution or one slide for, you know, the issue at hand and one slide for the solution. And then at the very end, we just have a slide that shares more about you. You know, why are you the right person to suggest these ideas? Why are you qualified? Why are you the best person for this role? And then we lead with that deck and we funnel it through our referral, right? The contact that we've been having conversations with. And if you do this, what you're going to be able to do is grow your network of contacts at your target companies, at your 15 target companies. You're going to find people who refer you into these jobs. So you won't have to apply online. And then you're going to be able to leverage your value validation projects so that you don't just have to resort to your resume or your cover letter or the same stuff that everybody else is doing. Instead, you have this incredible show of value that's not only relevant to the role, but also says, hey, look, I'm willing to go above and beyond for this company. And here's that illustration. So those are the steps that you need to take if you want to get a job in 2021. Now, I know that there's probably a lot of questions about the stuff that we talked about. So first and foremost, I have a very detailed guide of all of these steps that's up on the website, and I'm happy to send it to you. Just shoot me a text at 201-479-9511. I've also linked it below in the show notes. But also, if you have any specific questions about what we just talked about, shoot me a text again, and I'm totally happy to get you an answer. And again, my phone number is in the comments below. But the key here is that we want to spend less time on those online apps. and We want to spend more time getting laser focused on the companies we want to work at. We want to spend more time building referrals and connections at that company. And then we want to find creative ways to illustrate our value. That is job searching in the modern era. That is how people are getting hired despite it being the most competitive market in history. So if you do those things, I promise you, you're going to end up with a job that you love. We'll see you in the next episode. 